care who knows. I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 football. hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. What up and a happy Almost Sports Friday to you, my friends. My name is Jason Dick. That's my guy, C.J. Morgan. How are you today, buddy? What's going on? Man, what a whirlwind to walk into. There are like eight people in the studio, which adds to the heat. Heat and radiator fluid yeah, smell, yeah. but our our producer Isaac got us on track. So yeah, here we are. Did the, did the people out in Radioland notice a disruption in programming? I have no idea what. what, what. I I don't know, man. I was no. paying attention okay. to uh, okay. yesterday's podcast. It's always, it's always something around here, man. I tell you what, it's always something. Uh, happy to hear from you. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. We'll have picks on the program today. I have been warned of a father dusk appearance. Are the people into the Father Dusk appearances? I mean, Father Dusk is into it, and I guess that's yeah. all that matters. Let's do it. Wait, the prayer didn't but, work last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing about prayers is that they're not... And it's not no one listens? Not 100%. Yeah. Like, the batting average is actually quite low on some of those things. And mm. Don't let it don't let it challenge your faith, okay? Keep on keep on praying. I would say it's, it's, it's a good idea, but yeah, it's not a it's not a guaranteed situation. Uh, okay. First and foremost, I just have one thing that I want to say at the start of today's program. Milk was a defensible choice, okay? Oh, man. Come on. I, just take the L. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. But I just cannot believe that that was like such an uh, uproarious laughter that followed my drafting of milk. Yeah, All right? I like milk. Yeah, is that sure. is that a crazy thing? It's not a top four to draft, though. Uh, it was yesterday. <laughs> we were doing our weekly draft <laughs> segment, and we were drafting Thanksgiving foods, and I was off to a great start. I had the number one pick, so I had turkey, which Obviously, is great. Yeah. I had pie. You had it all had going for you. This is a little bit your fault, okay? It's I not had, my fault. I had corn. I chilling. I had a good side. And but you wanted it to like say we're gonna draft a a, a meal. Yeah, I said and I needed something. I needed a beverage, and so with the final pick, I have the audio, <laughs> I, the final selection. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna take milk. <laughs> I like to drink. I like milk. And you just fumbled it when you were already in victory. Like you, you just had to kneel Josh and run out the clock. <laughs> so so. <laughs> I will admit, perhaps strategically questionable because sure. I could have drafted cranberry sauce. You I don't mess drafted a lot of. I don't things. mess with cranberry sauce. And okay, as, as you say, you draft for the voters, not for you. Yeah, that's I, why you win okay. all the time. I, I, will, I will. I will admit, I was shook because Nick took alcohol right before me, and yeah. that was always my plan was to to use that in the with the last pick. Uh, and so, yeah, I was a little shook. I was like, I'm not going to win this thing drafting vegetables. I don't want to draft a vegetable. No, no uh, who does? Mashed potatoes was already gone, so I didn't want to have a second-class potato. And I do enjoy a good glass, a cold sure. glass of milk I on know. Thanksgiving. It made for great radio. It was, I was not trying was to make wonderful. for great radio. I, I was... Just, it was it was great. I like to drink milk, and, right? and it inspired a, a wonderful Photoshop yeah. that I enjoyed spending time on. That the was show that doing. was very that good. Was... I do appreciate that. However, I mean, uh, CJ photoshopped milk into the first Thanksgiving dinner. You think they didn't have some cows sitting around there that they were milking? They were drinking milk. I I don't think so. I, I think they were drinking milk, man. I don't know if cows would have survived the the voyage. What, or milk. Milk. What, was it just invented this century? What are you talking about? No, they, they, they had, didn't have domesticated they, cows. They had, I mean, they were drinking they, milk at the first uh, Thanksgiving. We'll ask them. We'll ask them. Yeah, we'll ask. <laughs> Who is we'll, them? 
And, you know, someone okay. that remembers. Right. Just wanted to get that out of the way and say, <laughs> I will continue to stand for milk. Was it a bad selection at that point? Maybe. I don't know. But it's not weird if you want to have milk at Thanksgiving. I think it's totally acceptable. I can see how Nick's laugh is jarring and humiliating. I was like, did, what did I say? Did I say the wrong thing? Is that, uh, But, uh, yeah, you guys uh, both were. It was... It was it caught us off guard, man. Uh, again, I was shook because he took alcohol right b- before me, uh, took it away from me. And uh, speaking of being shook, when they take your alcohol, the World Cup starts. Yes. It starts on Sunday, CJ. They hoodwinked us. What's they going on dope. here? This, this thing is going to look. I don't know. I don't know much about soccer, but I know you soccer people. You know, some shady stuff. too. You like to, you like to drink beers, right? Like, uh, I've been to Austin FC. You you score a goal, you pour a beer on your neighbor's head. That's the way that it works, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was announced this morning. This the 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 World Cup starts on Sunday, right? Yeah. US People pl- are already US plays on Monday. It was announced today that World Cup organizers have banned the sale of alcohol around stadiums in Qatar. Uh, uh, FIFA says in a statement, quote, following discussions between host country authorities and FIFA, a decision has been made to focus the sale of alcoholic beverages on the FIFA Fan Festival, removing the sales points from uh, Qatar's FIFA World Cup 2022 stadium perimeters, end quote. Yeah, so, that's that's the, where do you want to drink? Do you want to drink before and after <laughs> the game? Sure. Yeah. But where is the place where it's most fun to drink? At the game itself. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah you definitely you want, a pre, be, you want a pregame a bit, but you can do that in your hotel. Well, yeah, so, yeah, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's garbage because they did it at the very last moment when they already said, yeah, we'll let you drink here. Yeah, we'll let the press come and videotape and take photos. Clearly not. The, uh, the fan festival that they're referring to, as I understand it, basically they've just set up a bunch of tailgate tents where you can go before you go into the stadium and they're going to have beers there because... Qatar is a totally dry country. I didn't know that we had those. Yes, there are uh, many, I think, because I knew, they're... I knew dry counties. Yeah. I didn't know there were entire dry countries. Yes. Uh, and yeah, you could only get booze while in a hotel because that's somehow international waters. Uh, but they had agreed, as you as you said. That Do you think it's going to be like those Oklahoma beers that are like 3.2 or something? <laughs> oh, this- <laughs> Like it's not even going to be what like a, a British hooligans used to drinking. FIFA said in their statement, this is maybe my favorite part, quote, there is no impact to the sale of Bud Zero, which will remain at all Qatar World Cup stadiums. That's a non-alcoholic. Beer, yeah. Right? Yeah. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, but yeah, the just the fact that they pulled this move today. When it starts on on Sunday, it's garbage. Yeah, it's, it's all the the whole cutter thing has been garbage. I don't. I mean, yeah. Is this going to be a disaster of a World Cup? How did we get down this road? I don't. I because don't know we're about hosting the, it in an authoritarian theocracy of a country. How did we let this happen? Isn't it supposed to be? It's one of the biggest, most notable sporting events in the world. Yeah, I and mean, you could argue it's the biggest sporting event in the world, right? I know because they're one of the richest countries in and the world, just, and they, they have oil, bought, money, and influence. A bunch yes. of people off, and then so. We Gave them an entire World Cup. And listen, before you start laughing and pointing fingers, America, at ha-ha, that's an authoritarian theocracy, we're on that path, too. Oh. So there you go. Take that, political stuff. Is it possible we're going to ban... Don't we have the next World Cup? Could we ban alcohol sales in our World uh, Cup? I think in our country, whereas uh, 
over there, oil is the black gold. Um, over here, it is yeah. just straight up the gold suds of <laughs> delicious, refreshing Bud Light. <laughs> right. Or Bud Light Zero if you're not drinking. Uh, yeah, that's the... I, so they have a... FIFA has a $75 million deal with Budweiser, the official beer of the World Cup, to sell beer at the stadiums. I can't even believe that this is that this is legal, that they're able to pull this this move uh, move off at this point. Now, look, I, uh, I'm sure I want to be one of those people who says you can't have fun without alcohol. Of course you can, all right? Yeah, but, and it sucks. Just not as much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Just considerably less fun. I'm, dude, I haven't drank in a month. I uh, decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to go a month without drinking Good to see you. if I do it. You Good know what? You. It sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> everything is more boring. Talking to people, boring. Doing everything, mm-hmm. boring. Watching mm-hmm. soccer, boring. Mm. Boring. Damn, my 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 sport. Uh, no, it is just kind of sad and weird that they did this at the very last moment. It almost makes you think that they were going to. They knew all along. Yeah. Well, so I, there were some negotiations as to whether or not they were going to allow it. Yeah, because I think there's a group of the people organizing in Qatar the actual you know World Cup itself, and they were probably playing that kind of middleman between i don't know the government and the and fifa and they were kind of trying just to do whatever they could to bend mm-hmm. with the winds and please either side without having an actual agreement and so it was like yeah but we want to drink beer oh yes yes you're gonna be able no to, problem. You're you'll be able, able to do that beer. of course of course you will and then and yeah. then at the last minute pull pull the plug That's, i mean you know what's funny about it though is this probably seems like it was amongst the uh, the top thing was, can you get the stadiums built? Number two is, what's the weather going to be like? Yeah. Hey, what are we going to do about the air conditioning? And then up there in the priorities, not even the human trafficking and, oh, and labor, the migrant workers disappearing, but can we drink alcohol? I'm can- sure there's just a laundry list of human rights violations that makes this conversation we're having totally offensive. But yeah, you really stoke my fire when you take the beer away from the people. Okay? Sure. That, mess- that messes them up. Uh, so good. Good luck to all of you guys. Yeah, people who are already over there. Who? Uh, what is the? I was like, can, can you can you sneak it in? All right. I remember the, a day where you couldn't you couldn't buy a beer at DKR. All right. And so yeah. we, we were we were got pretty good at sneaking stuff in. Plastic flask, but they never pro- metal. They probably lock you up, right? Yeah. Like absolutely. You, you're gonna wind wind up in an international prison. Yes. And then sounds and then, like a disaster. Correct. Yeah. And then you'll have all the people saying, well, you get it down the law. All right. Is uh, the United States going to win? Can we win the World Cup? Dude, my betting uh, of the entire year, winning any money or making anything back depends Uh on the United States to win the World Cup. Uh, Their odds have now uh, dropped. (laughs) I I think when I gave you money, I gave you $100 to bet on the United States. I forgot I booked that ticket for you. You did. I gave you $100. They were plus 10000 um, ten so what ten thousand underdog uh, points? What do you say? If you yeah, plus just plus ten thousand is the uh, so that's the they were plus ten thousand. That basically means a hundred to one. Yes. Okay. There 10, you go. 000. So and you told me, dude, just do twenty, <laughs> and I did. Thank you. Oh, uh, but they're now plus fifteen thousand or yes, fifteen thousand. Oh. So the odds have uh, well, changed. Well, then you you, uh, you should thank me because uh, you could if you want to book the the rest of that money now, you're getting a better rate. Better, when, okay. when they win the World Cup. Thank you. Yeah. Plus ten thousand though it seems like quite a long shot. It 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 is. You told me that was a dumb bet. Yeah, <laughs> to <laughs> throw a hundo down. Doesn't on. come through so very often. 
Uh, Texas minus nine tomorrow versus Kansas. Is that a dumb bet? We'll move to college football in just a moment. It's Jason CJ. Almost Sports back after this. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. What are you expecting in tomorrow's Longhorns? Kansas Jayhawks. It's the uh, the chance to avenge the overtime loss from a year ago, CJ. Uh, and you know what? Positivity. Longhorn fan Jason is back. Longhorns 37-27. They're going to be Kansas. All right. Now, I have no strong convictions about that. I will not be taking the uh, – it's Texas minus nine. I will not be taking them in our picks later on because how could you? How could you count on this Texas team at On this the point? road. Right. Once again, a favorite. Right. <laughs> Now, Kansas is is not as good, I would uh, presume, as some of the teams that Texas has disappointed against uh, recently. Uh, but I, I mean, what am I? What, what do I, I know? What am I going? Am I going to pick the? Am I going to pick Kansas? I don't think so. Uh, I, Sark, I just said that he want they want to win the last two games and stay in contention for the Big Twelve championship. Is that possible? Is that a th- thing? I think we, there's it, a there needs to be some things and maths and right. other weird stuff to happen. But De- yeah. Definitely with it. I mean, you can beat Kansas tomorrow and you can beat uh, Baylor a week from today. Uh, you will certainly be favored to do both of those things, but I wasn't aware that there's some sort of weird tiebreaker situation in which uh, Texas could still make the Big 12 champion. Uh, you, you hear what I'm doing? Yeah. You hear what's happening You're- to me? I'm, I think they, they got me right back in. I know okay. every time. Yeah, we think it's done. We think it's, it's over. Like four times this season, I've been like, "Oh, it's a disaster," and then the right things happen, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm back." You know what's gonna? They're gonna be. They're gonna beat Kansas. All right, and then all you got to do is beat Baylor, and you're gonna be in, and then they're gonna mess it up the day after Thanksgiving. Don't against. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, don't let it happen to me. Uh, I guess you got to tell the players something to, you know. Get well. He did. I I heard his press conference yesterday, mm-hmm. and he reminds. He says, "Yeah, we can do this, but we got to focus on the next game. That's more important." But when you're in this position as a highly touted player, you're probably going to the NFL next year. Do you care? Now that it's done, do you care? Do you do you even want to play in a bowl game and risk injury? Or I'm sure we're going to. Are see, you zoned out right now? We're going to see uh, a handful of guys uh, who, yeah, opt to, presuming that Texas. Even if they win the the last two at this point, like nine and four in a bowl game is still on the table. But I don't think I, I don't know what tiebreakers have to come through uh, for them to make the Big Twelve championship. Uh, so yeah, I think you'll see a bunch of guys who might say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, but I'm uh, ready to start readying myself for the NFL draft." We saw it, you know, a couple of years ago with Tom Herman. They were dropping out mid season. Yeah, I mean, wait for the bowl game. Uh, but yeah, that is okay. I was optimistic. Jason says thirty-seven twenty-seven. Pessimistic. Jason is back. Um, you're alluding to the fact has has he lost the locker room, Sark? In that they, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even think it's his fault. I mean, it's just the reality of the season. There's nothing to play for. Even if you win the Big Twelve well, championship, what does that mean? Oh, you're you're conference champions, baby. We so, we play for championships around here. That's not a championship. The kind the Big Twelve championship. Uh, is a championship. I all right? guess. I mean, we've won like three in 25 years, so I would like to... At I, least have, yeah. I'd like to st- stack one up there. That's fine. Uh, but but no, I... Look, I'm worried that uh, Sark, I've said this with a bunch of times, like, just might be a brilliant offensive mind. And, you you're, you know, Sark, I'm giving you a lot of leeway 
in that three-point performance versus TCU. Three offensive points last week uh, saying that, yeah, I believe that you're a, a, a brilliant offensive mind. I don't know if he's a good head coach. And uh, I'm, I know that it's a bad look to – we're not even into, into year three. We're still in year two talking about firing the coach. Yeah, right? but if you hit the reset. But the problem is – and damn it, Sark for being eleven and eleven. The the, the price. Sorry, uh, Jason's <laughs> microphone just broke. So, the <laughs> good luck. The problem is we can if, do if, it, you bl- if you blow it all up and you re you hit the reset button again. This problem's just going to keep going and going and See, going. You can't just say, "All right, well, we're going to get a, a a new coach now and expect everything to be okay." You need some sort of consistency. This is what people will tell you is that that this has been the problem with Texas since Mac Brown was basically fired. Yeah, was that you know we are now on our third coach since then. And how can you expect results when you constantly are in a state of upheaval, when you are constantly changing the coach and changing all the coordinators and changing all of that? And I would say, how, how could you possibly do that? I don't know. Sonny Dykes is 10-0 and at TCU in his first year. Lincoln Riley is 9-1 and at USC sure. in his first yeah, year. That, that is uh, puzzling. Urban Meyer went to Florida and Ohio State and competed for a national championship basically immediately. Uh, and now, am I? Am I? Did I want us to hire Urban Meyer? Well, maybe once upon a time I did. I'm uh, glad that we don't have that guy now because he's kind of a jackass. Oh, he did great. We have but, a lot of like Twin Peaks in town. Like he would, <laughs> he would fit in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, how are they doing it? How is TCU ten and zero? How is good point? Uh, I don't know. I think in the it, right circumstances, you can hit the reset button and be good effectively immediately oh and by the way we have talent this is a very talented team we have the best running back in the nation we have a quarterback who everybody was very excited about it's a little happy feet in the pocket there uh but yeah there's talent on this team so i i don't know saying you got to give them more time i think is affording them too much leeway but positivity jason says 37 27 okay yeah not gonna get a pick from you is that that yeah i think something's gonna happen (laughs) something is going to happen You can't lose to, to Kansas two straight years, all right? I hope not. You just can't. 24-17. Oh. Texas. Oh. There we go. Positivity CJ. Yeah, we did it. That little son of a bitch fullback who caught the game-winning uh, touchdown still on that team? I don't know. Jared Casey? Is that his name? I, I wish that I didn't have no, know the name of the kid who crushed us a year ago. I also shouldn't call him a, an SOB. That was, that was uncalled for, but... Still it mad. was not fun. You were at that game, too. I was at you that went, game. You went viral because of that game. Uh, yeah, I was featuring somebody else who, who went viral. But it's, it's fun. So somebody still likes that tweet every once in a while. Basically, it was before we knew Kansas was, was decent, and there was a very exuberant Kansas fan sitting in front of me, and I just had a little photo essay of him going through, throughout his, the night. His roller coaster of emotions. It was so great, too, because if you remember, uh, Kansas was, was beating us up for a little bit, and then we pulled, pulled a comeback, and yeah. we, we were going to break their hearts, but then, in fact, it was our... It was our hearts that were broken in the end. Uh, what do you think? 512-834-1027. Losing to Kansas two years in a row. Totally unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. If you ask me. Speaking of broken hearts, I yeah, I have a broken microphone. Nothing, you're you're nothing, holding on to it. You're nothing good. works here. We're gonna take a quick break and I'm gonna try and screw this thing back together. It's almost sports Jason and CJ back after this. The almost sports show on 1027 ESPN. Microphone is fixed. For now. For now. 
How could anything ever break down again? 512-834-1027 if you you want to get in here. The Packers have broken down again. Thursday night football, 27-17. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans beat the Packers uh, just days after it looked like Aaron Rodgers was back. uh, And then fixed things and beat our Cowboys. And then not so much. Uh, he says that he uh, he takes the blame for some of the wobblers he was throwing in the game last night. Uh, did throw two more touchdowns to rookie Christian Watson, who now has uh, five and two games. Congratulations All right. to the fantasy owners. Nick's playing them against me right now. But That's did nothing for uh, Green Bay, who I picked. Right. You oh you had uh, the, the Green Bay to win this game. I, I mean I would. thought that yeah. that was I thought that that made sense playing at home. It's going to be very cold. Uh, Derrick Henry is good. He is uh, the first uh, running back this year to reach 1,000 yards. Threw for a touchdown pass last night as well. In a weird way. Who invented the jump pass? I don't really get it. What is the point? It, it probably started as an accident. Was that a Tebow thing back in the, the, the Chris first? Chris Leak Tebow thing. I, I remember say, yeah. that. Yeah. When, when before Tebow was the quarterback at Florida, like they just put him in for some gimmick plays. And yeah, I think he started the jump pass. It, it, looks, it looks weird. Uh, but I told you yesterday, CJ, how I had a... A terrible fantasy decision whether to go Ryan Tannehill or Baker Mayfield. Tannehill, 333 yards, two touchdowns. And I'd, you went with him, right? I'd call that just an average game in sure. the NFL, really. But yes, in the situation I'm currently in, I would have loved to have that. But nope, I You're I went Baker Mayfield. Hedging your bets on it. I mean, I'm not, not a dumb I, decision I, because yeah. we were like, oh, Titans are going to be missing players. They're playing in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was supposed supposed to be cold, and I, I thought that that would turn into a bad game, but a, a good game for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, it's cold in uh, Buffalo right now, CJ. Uh, the uh, NFL has moved the Bills' home game against the Browns to Detroit uh, because winter storm with lake effect snow is expected uh, to hit western New York over the next couple of days. Have you seen the projections for this? No. Um, winter storm with lake effect snow could bring up to five feet of snow. Damn! Yeah. Um, you're you're from the Panhandle, Amarillo. Uh, you seen it? You, they, you get snow up there, We've right? We had a foot of snow, maybe. I, I, mean, th- I think if that's you nuts. added up all the snow I've seen in my life cumulative, I don't think you would get to five feet. Like, I don't even that's know. That's incredible. That's one of those, like, you got to dig yourself out of your front door situations. Because then you have snow drifts that will equal 10, 15 feet. That is it's a lot of snow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they've moved the game. What, what up with that, man? It's football. We play through the elements. Yeah. Home okay. field advantage mm-hmm. is gone now. Uh, actually... For those of us who fantasy own anybody in this game, uh, particularly the kicker, uh, I would be. I'm happy to see that they yeah. have, they have moved it. Uh, kicking in the snow. I don't know. I mean, what are the NFL's rules and parameters on when they're going to move a game? There probably are some people who say this is bold. Buffalo is losing a home game there. I'm sure they'll control all the tickets, and it'll be a pro Buffalo crowd in the uh, in the Detroit. They have a they have um, a dome there. How about that for a fun idea, Buffalo? Just build a show. Just, but then they lose maybe, their home field advantage. But now yourself, they just lost a home game. Get yourself a dome. Uh, but yeah, I can think of a bunch of games where there there's just like if there's inclement weather, ankle to the deep, point they can't, ankle deep snow, and they it's I mean it's definitely affecting the game. Uh, but that's what they say is that you, it's football you play through the elements. I'm but like this is. Ridiculous. I'm like, somebody's going to die there. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in that stadium. Like, I remember. It's the effect of La Nina. 
Is that what's going on here? Yeah, it's uh, wetter and wintry. Like the weather's more severe up north, and then it's going to be dry and 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 warmer in the south. Okay. So we won't lose power again this year. Maybe knock on wood. I believe in climate change, but I got no idea what you're talking about. I never heard winter storm with lake effect snow. Uh, I that it's just so much colder close to the, close to the water. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? All right. Uh, would have made for fun TV seeing Josh. Yeah, would have Josh Allen scrambling through five feet of snow. Snow games are fun to play in and to watch. It's just it's awesome. I've never played anything in the snow. I've never even played in the snow. Like, oh I, man, I've, you're missing it. You've never been to like a ski trip or something. No, or? no. Uh, and as as a kid, like you know, every five years there would be just an, enough. Uh, it's not even. I don't even feel like it's fair to call it snow. What we get here in Central Texas. There'd be enough to make like a little sad 18-inch high snowman that's all brown. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I never, I never played it in, in the snow. And, well, you're missing out. Yeah. You got to do it someday. Even uh, two years ago, uh, so remember when we had the, the power out freeze of a week? Yeah. But a couple weeks before... Snowpocalypse, it, we right? Had a re- before snowpocalypse, we had a really actually nice snow one day, like on a Sunday or something, and... It was thick and it was enough snow to where you could actually play in it, and it was soft and it was mm. you didn't you didn't snow around that no, day. No, no, that was a good snow day. I was out of town for the snowpocalypse as well. I was, uh, you remember, I occasionally like to do some irresponsible travel. You went to Mexico during the pandemic. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I did do that as okay, well, okay. But, but also Nashville. Uh, so yeah, for the I do remember that. Yeah, because Nick part, and I were up here. Well, and I had already. Okay, quick story time. I had been, uh, I had received lots of ridicule for my irresponsible travel to uh, Mexico during the pandemic. Which, by the way, I I cleared with the the suits. I was like, hey, is this is this acceptable? And they're like, well, it's probably questionable. But and they ask around. They're like, yeah, sure, go for it. Uh, and then, and then we thought you were gonna get trapped and, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was literally it was March. 2020, uh, and there was a, an announcement like, if you're in an international com- uh, country, uh, please get back to the United States as quickly as possible, or plan on staying there for a long time. And I was like, oh, uh, I'll I'm not doing either. Yeah, send send me an internet connection, and I'll do the show from uh, from Cancun. Let's party, man. Uh, but we we rushed home, and then somebody made me quarantine for a week or something like that. Did the show from home. Uh, but so, yeah, I had received some negative feedback for irresponsible travel during the pandemic. So, so. you thought, why not so, again during a storm? It was a, it was well, a, that was a, year, a year later. Oh, yeah, it was. You're, you're February right. 21, 21 that I went to Nashville. It's Valentine's Day. I was taking my girlfriend, and uh, I didn't tell anybody that I was going. It was like a little secret trip so as to, so as to not uh, get myself yelled at. And uh, then... It was snowing everywhere, including in Nashville, and all of the flights were canceled, so we got stuck there. We couldn't go home. Uh, and so, yeah, that was... Got yelled at for that one as well. Okay. I get yelled at pretty... I mean, you know, it's chicken or egg. Why, why are you getting yelled at here? Uh, but I single-handedly kept the airline industry afloat during the pandemic, CJ. You did. You're welcome. Good, good job. You're welcome. But snow, you got to play in it someday. You would love the winter sports, I don't think too, so. to play I in. I don't think so. Really? Uh, I mean, what what are you talking about? Like uh, s- snowboarding, skiing, that sort of thing. Skiing. Um, I mean, just anything on ice is kind of fun. There's there's uh, uh, sledding, luging. All of these things look like incredible Curling. ways 
for to me to roll an ankle for me and, to break break a leg. ACL, I'll roll yeah. an ankle. That's fine. But if I hammer a tree going down a black diamond, is that what they call them? Yeah, they probably wouldn't let me on the black diamond. No, you shouldn't go down. Yeah, yeah. if I hammer a tree and I, I break my leg. Just euthanize me on the. On um, right don't there. take. Don't no, make me go down. I, I don't want to be that guy who's wheeling around on one of those scooter wheelie type things. I can't well, crutch around. Okay. I guess. Question. Um, you are a, uh, you're a tall, athletic, upper oh, body God. man. Well, thank you, CJ. How it's are the, nice. how are the tree trunks? How are the stumps? Are your legs? Equally large um, and strong to match. I would say that I have uh, I have powerful quads uh, just from carrying my fat ass around all the time. Uh, but uh, in general, I mean, I skip leg day. That's I, what I was going to ask. Yeah, if, I, you, I if you if you're a skip leg day, because that's I, where you get the problem is if I, you have a tall, large upper body and not a lot of leg and, and strength. That's where you're gonna. Uh, Tear your knees to shreds and oh. roll ankles and stuff yeah. like that. I don't think I have that body type that you're talking about, but yeah, I would take the tree in a, uh, a Dick V Tree matchup. Okay, well, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I, don't, I don't mess with that. And I don't like the cold. Okay, it's so it's so cold out. Yeah, cold sucks. But you know, we'll 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 make artificial snow for you someday. Okay. That for, was for Jake. your. 41st birthday. Jason and CJ. That's In tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't pull that off by uh, then. Jason and CJ on snow. No. <laughs> uh, here, back to the NFL. Cowboys, um, Vikings. That's got to be the game of the week in the NFL. It's Sunday, uh, 325 kickoff in Minnesota. The Cowboys are a one and a half point favorite. Why? Does that line Stop make sense? Cursing. Minnesota is eight and one. All right, how how can the Cowboys, the visiting team, and that's not it's not like they're going to Los Angeles, one of those places that has no home field advantage. Vikings do. Minnesota is, I would say, one of the tougher places to play. I mean, they right? don't have the weather advantage, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, like yeah. they are a energized play, fan base, and that place gets it gets loud in there. And so, yeah, how are the Cowboys? A one and a half point favor. What's going on here? I don't know why the odds makers are trying to just. Do you think they're messing? Curse. With, they're with messing with our us. Teams? They, keep, they keep making Texas and Cowboys favorites in situations where maybe they shouldn't be, and then that gives the other team motivation because they go, "Hey, those Vegas geeks think you guys oh, are going to lose to these redneck Cowboys." They I don't mean, even have snow. The Vegas geeks are people like myself who are going to. Because Dallas is such a public team, and te- Texas, the Longhorns, for a, a, to a certain degree, uh, a very public team. So the line sort of drifts in their favor, uh, even if that's not necessarily what the wise guys think is going to happen. I don't know. Look, I'm not, I'm not big on Minnesota. I think that as far as one-loss teams go, they're one of the l- less impressive ones that I've seen. I would agree with Am you. I'm going to pick the Cowboys other than in that this they game? keep winning. Right, they you know win I mean, by, eked out win one by against, three every eked week. Eked out one against the uh, the Commanders, beat the Bills. Um, I don't I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll see. And I do hope that the Cowboys are able to uh, come into this one and play hard and win because two losses in a row, and then the 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 seeds of discontent are sowed, and we start oh. worrying about is this a collapse? Like what's happening? I'm, I'm discontenting right now. Is that? Is that a problem? Don't discontent too much. Okay. Decontent your discontent. I'm discontenting okay? a little bit right now. Uh, I'm not saying it's a must win, but hopefully last week's loss is a get your S together. We got to make a push for the playoffs. But if they start to, 
if they start to fall flat at this time in the season, that's that's not good. Yeah, I don't know that they make any must-win games in Week 11. Yeah, I wouldn't call it must-win, but I Although, think... Although, Green it, Bay, that was probably a must-win game you lost last night. Uh, but yeah, if you are trying to position yourself as a real-life contender, which I think the Cowboys might be, uh, this is a game that you... That you can you should win and yes. should win because you're the favorite. You also have to remember that the the NFC is weird, um, very bizarre, and you're two. You're in third place in the East. The Eagles are going to be hard to catch, and the Giants are still ahead. The Giants of you. are such a no. Favorite. I know, but Get they're they're still ahead. Man. Yeah. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. What do you think, Matt? If you can hang on one second, we'll talk to you right after this. It's almost sports. Jason and CJ back in a moment. Now back to almost sports with Jason and CJ on one zero two seven ESPN. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number. We're going to do some more World Cup talk in just a moment as it uh, starts on Sunday. I am so pumped, CJ. I, I know you so are, especially uh, ready for Qatar, Ecuador. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, is that is that one of the first? Yeah, it's one of Games? the first ones. Okay, uh, the, the host country usually kicks it off. Oh, all right. Well, uh, we'll get back to that in just a moment. But first, it's Matt. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, Matt? 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 All right. What did I do? Hold on. Uh, we, hold are we, hold on, we Matt. Did we the things in queue? Did we the do the thing? Aha. Uh, uh-huh. Somebody yeah. pushed the suck button. Why would that even, why is that an, an option? Uh, okay, here let's let's try one more time. Matt, you hear me? hi Matt. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Hey buddy, what's going on? Hey, first I want to say uh, happy early birthday to you, Jason. Oh, uh, thank you. Better. You're too kind, Matt. Thank you very much. Hey, so uh, first I, I just want to say I I feel like Dallas and Arizona they played uh, they paid too much for their quarterback. So what I want to ask you guys is I have a question. So let's say Dak uh, has a bad game. And and Arizona starts McCoy and he wins again. Okay, let's so let's do like a Mary F. Kill game. So uh, wh- who are you guys taking? Are you guys, I mean, who do you like? You like Dak? You like Murray or or Baker Mayfield, which is your starter in your fantasy? Oh, oh my, oh my, that God. that makes it tough for you. Okay, so this is the uh, the 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 Florida man Kyle uh, F. Mary Kill. Uh, what did I call it? Florida man Kyle Memorial F. Mary Kill game. He's not dead, but. Uh, he did invent uh, the uh, so the quarterback you want for the long term is Mary just to win one game F and then that you have no use for kill and the options are Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, and Baker Mayfield. Is that yeah. right? Um, I am going to marry. I, w- I would marry Dak Prescott. I would keep Kyler Murray for one game and then I would uh, and then I would kill Baker Mayfield. Okay, I'm going to kill Baker Mayfield. I'm going to marry Kyler Murray because he's younger, and then I'm going to uh, um, have relations with Dak Prescott. I almost, oh. almost cussed on air. I forget that you're far away from that dump button, and then... Oh, yeah. I got it for you, buddy. Okay, yeah. Did yeah. you just put your toe on it? Yeah, I, Good can, call. I can dump on uh, my foot if I have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't know. I just think taking the if well, so Kyler Murray, you, if he's younger, and, and you if think, I'm building a long-term thing, I think he's the better option than Dak, right? Um, I would say that 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 is a defensible opinion. If he was, uh, if you believe the problem with Kyler Murray is Cliff Kingsbury, which totally might be the totally might be the answer. Uh, because yeah, I mean, he was uh, the Kyler Murray was the number one overall pick. I think pretty much consensus number one. Everybody who would have uh, you know had the first pick would have would have taken him there. Dak has played at an MVP level, 
but like it's possible that he's past his his prime uh that he's uh you know because he doesn't run the way that he used to and probably a good thing since that one he time got when he ripped his, when he broke yeah. his broke his leg off um I don't know. He, I think it's totally fair to say Dak is now kind of injury prone, even if it's just been a couple of nagging fl- weird ones, fluke yeah. type things. But in general, I mean, Matt made a really good point about how both of them, Kyler and Dak, are probably overpaid. In that, in a couple, of, they both have newish deals, but in a couple of years, they're going to be making forty million dollars a year. And it's yeah, and, and it's like, well, that. If you handcuffs have, you to really make good changes around him. Well, it, yeah. If you have one player who is uh, eating up twenty percent of your salary cap, it's, it's kind of tough to win. All right, you you oftentimes see the the teams who uh, spread the spread the wealth around a little bit more uh, go on runs. But yeah, we and, talked about the cheat code, the whole rookie quarterback thing, where you have a stellar rookie quarterback, you build everything else up while you. Legally or whatever, can't pay him top dollar. Yeah. yeah. For, for four years, uh, quarterbacks who are, are drafted, actually five years if they're drafted in the first round, but for four years, basically their salary is slotted. Wherever they were drafted at, they can't negotiate anything. That's what their what their salary is. And the difference is like, you know, guys who were drafted in, the, let's just say in the middle of the first round, they make seven or eight million dollars compared to the guys at the top now are making 40 million and when you have an extra $35 million that you can spread around on other players. Look, I think the myth of Russell Wilson might have been born on this principle. Correct. Yeah, you've said that several times because the, the, then they built the Legion of Boom. Yeah, he was making like he was making less than a million dollars and and they were able to get that incredible defense. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a money ball strategy that I'm kind of a fan of. But the problem is if you, if you don't have a quarterback – then you don't have anything like you can't. And so when you, when it's your guy's time, when he comes up for a new deal, you kind of just have to pay him, you know, the the market rate for a Kyler Murray for a Dak Prescott was, you know, was what it was. It's, it's $40 million a year. It's insane what quarterbacks are demanding now. Because it's the most important position in sports. And uh, yeah, if you don't have, if you don't have the guy, then you're you're just starting over Uh, as much as, yeah, I would imagine the you know, Cardinals are not too happy about their situation. And as a Cowboys fan, I'm not. I'm not out on Dak. <sighs> it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you know, the team was so much better with Cooper Rush. Uh, just it seemed schematically better in that they knew they had to run the ball and play close games, and, and they did that. And now, uh, not so, not as much. But I, yeah, I'm not out on him. But if you're either of those teams, you'd much rather be in your situation with your guy and his contract than what's going on in Washington uh, where where they're in a Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke situation. Uh, We mentioned the Carolina. They've got Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and the XFL kid over there. And so, yeah, the teams that don't have anybody, I mean, that's the worst position to be in. Or you could be the Seattle Seahawks and just find... MVP Geno Smith. Resurrect someone. Out on the streets. Hmm. Hmm. That's a that's a good one as well. Geno Smith, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. F Mary Kill. That is a good one for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do these two in a row, all right? I never uh Geno Smith has been pretty incredible what they've done in Seattle so far. 
I, I don't believe it, okay? You're not in the in the NFL for nine years. You know what? I would probably take Colt McCoy ahead of Geno Smith. Is that really? crazy? I, Colt I McCoy's too old now. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, if they're you know considering using him for a part-time replacement of Kyler Murray, I get it. All right? Colt McCoy is... Again, we love Colt, obviously. Yeah. And you've even said he's probably has the best position in the NFL being oh. a high-paid backup because he doesn't get beat up. He's not getting injured a lot, but he's 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 sought after. He's valued. He's He doesn't really have to compete for a backup spot. Backup quarterback in the NFL might be my dream job because, yeah, uh, for the most part, if you, can, if you can exist as a backup long enough, well, nobody can f- see, but that's the thing. These are highly competitive guys, and they want to be. They want to. You want to play. You want to win. Yeah, compete for championships. But I just want to get paid, CJ. So yeah, I want to get paid and not get I, hurt. If I could, yeah, if I could go a decade where I basically don't have to play very much, and nobody finds out that I'm not very good, and they, they you know, they're just keeping me around to keep keep making them checks. Good for you, Colt McCoy. Uh, he's been hurt a bunch of times, by the way. Like, he's probably a backup because James Harrison almost killed him with a yeah, head-to-head that hit happen. like a decade ago. And then didn't he... Uh, he was the Redskins starter for a second and then broke his leg immediately. You know though, you know my policy on broken leg, all right? Never heals what? Shoot me right on the field. Oh, okay? yeah. That's that, all Same you said on the mountain if you're skiing. Just, if I break you're my, a horse. You're done. If I break my leg in a horrible sports talking incident, then yeah, you you can okay. euthanize me right here. All right. Right dude. here in the studio, man. Uh, 512-834-1027. I know the phone number here. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back in a second. Old